0: Welcome to Lambs to Lions. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. Praise the Lord. Well, we are entering into a new relationship series. And I want to talk about throughout this series, to you men specifically, the correlation between the relationship we have with our brothers and and the relationship that we have with God. Now, I wanna talk about a relationship not by default, but by design. One that's gonna take work. How many of you know relationships take work? Yeah. Yeah. It's laying down our lives for the sake of others. That's what love is. There's no greater love than to lay down one's life for another brother, for one friend. There's no greater. But how many of you know it's a daily thing? Daily thing. And guess what? There's going to be days when you don't feel like it. There's going to be days when you don't feel your faith. But thank God I'm not what I feel. I'm what I decide. I'm who God says I am. And I will walk in victory. I will sing in victory. And I'm going to celebrate and act like the battle has already been won because it has. Sure makes a difference in how you show up in the morning, doesn't it? Like, did anybody else hear the devil this morning say, oh, crap, he's up? I heard him. (laughs) Oh, I was hoping he was going to sleep in this morning. Not today, Satan. Someone say, not today. Thank you, Jared. All right. Praise God that we were never meant to do it alone and we don't have to do it alone. We're in this battle uh, together. You know, isn't it interesting too how God can put somebody on your heart that you reach out to or in a moment you think that like, oh, it was an inconvenience when actually it was part of your calling to show up and be there or someone to show up in your path to interfere with your agenda, right? Coach Delton swung by my place yesterday and it was pretty special, you know, I've been home alone with all the all the kiddos, and and Charmaine's been off uh, officiating a wedding in Calgary from a member of one of our past uh, churches that we had planted there. And you never know where those seeds are going to go and when and when they're going to grow. But the cool thing is, when your brothers show up, if you've ever been in a situation where you've had your children and then you've had to go without your wife for a season, it's a lot. And so when you guys ask me, how are you doing? Well, I say, fantastic, I'm doing great. But I'll tell you one of the greatest, it's, it's not that I'm alone with my kids that bothers me the most because I've got men in the house. Thank you, men. But it's being alone when it comes to being asleep. And the enemy would love for us all to just sleep and find ourselves isolated and find ourselves alone. But he didn't create it that way. He didn't create you that way. He says, for it's not good for man to be alone, right? So we're in this together. Say, we're in this together. Yes. All right. The Lord has pressed upon our hearts and reminded us that we were never meant to strive to survive, but to serve the Lord and thrive. See, there's there's always a condition to the calling, <laughs> right? Some of us just want to thrive without the, the serve part, <laughs> but... But that's, that's life at times. You know, the word that I sense for this month, if you, if you read my post, is September. 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 Okay, not just September, it's September. I believe the Lord is sending us out this month, men. I was reading Luke 10 in my studies when, when Jesus says to the 70, He appoints 70 and He sends them two by two to every town and every place. And Jesus, it was every town and every place that Jesus was about to go. And in verse three, Jesus says, go, I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. Welcome to Lambs to Lions, by the way. And here's the thing, men, we are all past basic training. God has been pouring into us and preparing us for such a time as this, such a time as now. You've been discovered, you've been developed, and now get ready to be deployed. The question is, are you all in? Oh, I love that response. Later the master selected 70 and he sent them ahead of him in pairs to every town and placed every place that he intended to go and he gave him this charge this is in Luke 10 of the message what a huge harvest and how few the harvest hands so on your knees ask the God of the harvest to send harvest Hands send harvest hands. I'm already getting into my points without giving you context and reading into it ourselves. But we've got a lot to cover today. So, what I'm going to ask is, men, if you would go into Luke 10 of the message specifically the message today. I know I don't normally do this. And if you don't have it with you, and if you're in-house and you're getting ready to read it, I've got it here right in front of you. In my Bible, you're going to see uh, two translations. You're going to see the NIV on the left and the message on the right. So if you're coming forward, it's right here. I have highlighted this thing so much, studying God's word, that there's just going to be things that will pop out to you this morning. You know, we've talked, about, we've talked about the author, Luke, and how he was a physician. He was a doctor. And he had gathered all the eyewitness testimonies of the people that were with Jesus, followed Jesus, watched and performed miracles, and he wanted to put it into a chronological order. He wanted to show the evidence that he was, in fact, the true Messiah. And we see this. And one of the, the, the recording uh, recordings of the, uh, that we find here in Luke is Jesus speaking to these 70 that he's about to send out, and then a report that he gets when they come back. Now in the second service, I'm going to go into the next part of the parable of the Good Samaritan, but for you men, I decided to do a whole different one. This is how the Lord got my attention when I was reading through Luke 10. This is for the men, they need to hear it, and now is the time. So, let's start by reading Luke 10, starting in verse 1. So, unfortunately, we don't have time to dissect all of this, but I hope this creates a hunger in you that you guys will go for coffee and go deeper, okay? But I want to start with the first point, and that is sent in pairs. So, in your notes, you should write that down. Sent in pairs. Pairs. Remember when I mentioned before that we were never meant to go alone. We were always sent with a purpose to go ahead and prepare the way of the Lord. And yes, we are selected to be sent. You've all been drafted by design. I don't think that's in your notes. So it'd be worth writing down and say, I have been drafted by design. Mm, isn't it nice that the Lord is the one drafting you, not the world? Right. Luke four eighteen. the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to set the oppressed free. Jesus told Paul in Acts 26, 18 of the message to open the eyes of the outsiders so that they could see the difference between darkness and light and choose light. See the difference between Satan and God and choose God. I am sending you off to present my my offering of sins forgiven and a place in the family inviting them into the company of those who begin real living by believing in me powerful words from our Lord and Savior and it is the first Sunday in September okay I don't know if you checked your calendar James woke up this morning, and, he, and the devil said, oh, crap, he's up. And uh, he's like, oh, crap, I got 10 minutes to get there. <laughs> the Lord, he checked his calendar, too, and it said, September, I'm sending you, James. You know? I love in the scripture, it's, it says, what a huge harvest. We are asking the God of the harvest to send harvest hands. Victory, man. Hands that will reach every available person by every available means at every available time with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're looking for harvesters that will disciple, that they will teach by establishing them where? In the local church, teaching and training them to become like Christ. This is our victory vision. Three, harvesters that will help mobilize the army of God to help each person find her place and function in the body of Christ. You got that? All right. In the scripture there, in the message we just read, it says, on your way, that's your next point to write down, on your way, but be careful. This is hazardous work. Don't say I didn't tell you. (laughs) You're like lambs in a wolf pack. That's what it says in the message version. On your way. I love this wording. Many people want to go after their calling and neglect the caution. (laughs) Not knowing what they are about to head into. It's hazardous. Someone say it's hazardous. It's a hazardous world. It's literally life and death. Eternity hangs in the balance for everyone. Souls are at stake. Just like God is real, gentlemen, so is the devil. When you head out according to God's will, there will be wolves. I'll say that again. Somebody just didn't get that figured out just yet. When you head out, when you're sent out according to God's will, there will be wolves. not if there's going to be wolves, there will be wolves. Are you ready to shoot the wolves? Are you just going to let them come into your pen? Are you going to play with them? Are you going to pet them, try to breathe them? True, true story. growing up, we had a a, a a dog that was half bush wolf and half Samoyed husky. It was awesome to a certain point. <laughs> Because the wolf side always, and if you, and it, it was interesting because growing up, you know, the, the dogs like because they started to breed, and and we get more dogs, and then the the there'd be less and less wolf in the dog the more that you let the other breed come in because more things are caught than taught, right? And what are you breeding? What are you letting in? But there was a wolf side. We'd hear them howling at night and howling at the moon. It was scary. There was a wolf side that I I I, I pitied any cat, any other animal, anything that would come onto our property because it would die, no, seriously, we fenced in our whole acreage, but the the sad thing is anything else that would come on that property that wolf would devour and go after and 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 the enemy wants to come after you, but man greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, and guess what you have your own pack, you got your own tribe. you're not alone, yeah so there'll be wolves someone say there'll be wolves you know what it's going to be hazardous the journey is going to be tough and did you know that the average length of service even for pastors in churches is down to about four years i looked it up this morning four years and for that to be a true average, think about how many pastors must serve far less than four years, for that to be the average. Simply stated, over one half of pastors leave a church before their fourth anniversary. It is going to be hazards. There's going to be casualties. It's not easy. And you're all called into ministry in one area or another. You it might have Some of you are going to be pastors. Some of you are going to be teachers. Some of you are going to be evangelists. Some of you are going to be, be, be prophets. Some of you might even have an apostolic calling one day. But there's going to be hazards. And our research shows that The time of greatest fruit in a pastor's ministry does not begin until somewhere around five to seven years. I didn't make this up. So I wonder why, and you think of marriages. You you think of businesses. You think of what does your calling look like in the ministry? How many businesses don't make it to the four-year mark? Most of them. Why? Because they were designed to be kingdom builders. Right, Jared? Not just to build their own kingdom, but to build the kingdom of God. Hebrews 12, 1 to 3, the message says, Do you see what this means? <laughs> it's going to sound familiar to someone. All these pioneers who blaze the way, all these veterans cheering us on. It means we better get on with it, strip down, start running, and never quit. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Just keep your eyes on Jesus who both began and finished the race that we're in. Study how he did it because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish in and with God. He could put up with anything along the way, the cross, the shame, whatever. And now he's there in the place of honor, right alongside God. So when you find yourself flagged in your faith, Go over that story again, item by item, that long lenity of hostility that he plowed through. And that will shoot adrenaline into your souls. God's word in the message. Next thing we learned in that scripture is says, travel light. <laughs> travel light. It says, travel light, comb toothbrush, and no extra luggage. Don't loiter and make small talk with everyone you meet along the way. Luke ten twenty four, the message. This is basically what Logan did for his brother Max yesterday for his sleepover. <laughs> right? Where's, oh, Logan's down in the studio. I asked Logan to pick up a few things because Max got invited to a sleepover last night. What does he all need? Huh? Doesn't need much. Toothbrush? That's probably all he needs and some clean underwear, okay? And we went and dropped it off for him. You know, even now and then, uh, when I travel, I take only a personal item carry on on the plane. Partly because I'm thrifty, <laughs> I choose not to. It's expensive. You, get a, you can get a flight for 100 bucks to Calgary, and then you can pay 60 bucks for your luggage. <laughs> and I wonder how many of us are carrying extra baggage when we're headed out the door daily. I've watched countless people miss opportunities to go because they had too much holding them down. Even an airplane can only uh, carry so much cargo if it expects to leave the ground. In that scripture, it says, don't loiter. That's C, don't loiter. Or make small talk. And this is a common tension among workers, especially God sent workers for the harvest. We need to be careful not to get caught up in the conversation that will distract our calling. I'm not sure if you've ever even seen this in the workplace, (laughs) man. But I see it all the time, even as a customer. You know, I'm looking for someone to help me, and if I'm lucky to find a worker somewhere, they're usually way off in a corner, having a personal (laughs) conversation. Am I the only one? Yeah, Home Depot. (laughs) And when I do approach them, I seem to be somewhat of an inconvenience. Disturbance. (laughs) I'll go to places and they'll be on the phone with somebody. It could even be a customer, but I'm here. I took the time to drive here, to be here, to get this product. I'm here. The same thing can happen in church. We can get caught up in conversations. We can miss the call of the people that are coming by. God bless you, Larry, for that testimony this morning. With Deborah. Was her name Deborah? Brenda. Brenda. With Brenda. You took the time. Even if she wasn't ready to come in, you came to her. But it took, he took the time. And I'm sure there was other cool conversations about motorcycles that you could have got in, maybe even triumphs. He <laughs> took the time. That's because we triumph, he says. Oh, Lord, here come the dad jokes. And we, we, we can. We can miss the people coming in, sitting down, or... Exiting our church at Ruth and Naomi's, even at the Joshua house. And let's not forget our own homes. When you're being sent, don't lose sight of your mission. Don't get caught up in the talk or the way of the warrior. Walk in the path of the warrior. Stay at one home. Stay at one home. It says, taking your meals there for a worker deserves three square meals. Don't don't say that to your wife. Just saying, (laughs) it's not in the scripture. That's just wisdom. I'm just telling you. Don't say that to your wife. I deserve three anyway. Don't move from house to house looking for the best cook in town. Woo. That's Luke 10 verse 7 of the message. So the next one is don't move from house to house. Don't move from house to house. Everyone seems to think they need a transplant when reality is they need to be rooted. Right? We need to be rooted. We need stability. It's stability that will release God's ability. It's interesting that I would find the statistic about pastors. I I continue to look at more of these statistics because, you know, being a pastor myself, and ministers at larger churches tend to have a longer stay. An average of 8.7 years in their current com- uh, a- a position compared to 7.2 years in smaller churches. Huh. The typical minister has, ha- a- that has been the senior pastor will have been the senior pastor at three different churches during his career. So let's say eight years. Although this might not apply to some of you yet, and I say yet very boldly, (laughs) because your time's coming. We are called to raise up and release people in the five-fold gifting of the ministry. I believe there's going to be a lot more pastors that are going to be birthed from this men's group Another s- stunning, shocking state was this. The dropout rate for young adults accelerates with age. The study found that while well, 69% say they were attending at age 17, they fell, that fell to 58% at age 18. And 40% at age 19... That's why we need to reach and mentor our young men. That's why, that's what Coach Delton and Coach Rodney are doing with Lit, and that's why it's so important. That's why we need all hands on deck. More lions from the lambs. And I love to remind us that we are a battleship, not a cruise ship. (laughs) <laughs> On a plus side, 35,000 people become born again every day in Pentecostal Christian churches. Remember, Pentecostal churches are churches that believe in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, and believe in the fivefold giftings of the ministry. You know a tree by its fruit. But yet there are still 158,000, Thousand six hundred and eighty-six people dying each day. So yay, 35,000 are coming to know the Lord daily. What about the other 130,000? The harvest is plentiful. It's the workers that we need. Jesus said, so after they come back, the 70 come back, which you just read, Jesus, and they say, Lord, Lord, this is what we saw. We cast demons out of your name. People were healed, and Jesus said, "I know. I saw Satan fall a bolt of lightning out of the sky. See what I've given you, Jared, Larry, Aaron, Gary. Say your name, Louis, Bob, Dalton, Harold. I can go all around. Jason, just say your name. I've given you safe passage as you walk on." the snakes and the scorpions, and protection from every, someone say every, every assault of the enemy. No one, someone say no one. No one one could put a hand on you. The NIV version says, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions to overcome all. Overcome all the power of the enemy and nothing will harm you. Remember, your victory has already been won, but we're still at war. Someone should write that down. Victory has already been won, but I'm still at war. We have been sent, we have been given God's authority to trample on the snakes and overcome all the powers of the enemy, and it says nothing will harm you. It doesn't say that nothing will try to harm you or distract you. Personally, man, this has been one of the toughest years for me. You know, I've lost my mom. And as I face battles, I look, who's, who's there? not Who's not there or how long are they going to be there or where are they going to go? Who's there with me? But the beauty of it all is that God will never leave you nor forsake you but you're not alone because this is the tension that we get into we get into that ditch and you think that you all you need is God no God even needed his disciples and you're going to learn this later on in the 10:30 service how if being all in is loving the Lord your God with all your heart all your mind all your soul and all your strength but as well love your neighbor as yourself it takes two there's a connection We were meant to do this together. In this series, I'm going to talk about alignment. I'm going to talk about boundaries. I'm going to talk about covenant. And although I face battles daily, the blessing ahead is always greater than the battle. And my God is always bigger than any battle. And although that we have, and I say we men have faced resistance, there has always been a greater reward. I'm going to take a moment to pause here. It's not in my notes. But I am a huge admirer of both Pastor Morris and my father-in-law. Their devotion, their dedication, and their covenant. I, you could Pastor Morris could probably write a book on how many times he probably wanted to throw in the towel. <laughs> but he's one of the most both of them are one of the most committed men I've ever seen in the ministry. Those that have gone before us, and there's many of us, if we realize it, when we stay committed, we follow in that wake of that blessing. And you think like, oh, I'm the only one going through this. No, you're not. And there's always somebody ahead of you that's going through even a greater battle. But the Lord sees, and he puts people ahead of you, before you, so that you can follow in the wake for the way. That's always been that way his way the way it's always been the mission has always been the same it's the great commission it's to make disciples and somewhere along the way we want to go our own way but he says will you follow me and man I believe that you're here for such a time as this and yes we are a battleship I've always seen it like an aircraft carrier planes are coming in they're getting lowing up. they're getting sent out but the planes got to come back because otherwise it's just going to crash out there in the ocean, right? Does it not? Everybody needs a home. Everybody needs a tribe. Everybody needs a family. So thank you. Can we just give it up for Pastor Morris and and Ray Bailey? Pastor Ray Bailey. The Lord has blessed this church and those that are committed to the call, and I sense that we have been in this wake of blessing. And I hope that, you know, like, you know what I mean by awake, right? Anybody do wakeboarding or get behind the boat when you're getting pulled, you know, when you're in the wake and you know, when you're outside of the wake it happened the other day, day with the boys when I was pulling them with the inner tube. And when they were in the wake, they're like, the, the waves are already choppy when we were out there. This is a whole lesson in itself. But then when the tube went outside of the wake, that's a whole other <laughs> that you think things are tough. Now wait till you get out of the wake. Wait, when you come out of the covering, when you're not under the covering and you're a lone wolf, hello? (laughs) Don't ask motorcyclists like MCs what a lone wolf is all about. It ain't good. But when they were in the wake, yes, they were still, it was choppy, but it wasn't nearly as choppy outside of the way. And as soon as they got out of the wake, that's when the tube went, (laughs) wah! But thank God. Guess what I do? I just turn around, pick him up again, bring him. It's like Peter when he steps out of the boat, right? Walking to Jesus until he starts sinking. And when he takes his eyes off Jesus, he starts to see the waves when he was behind the wake, and that's when he starts to sink. But then, when he reached out to the Lord, the moment he reached out to Him, he says, immediately the Lord picked him up. Man, you need to be ready for the prodigals. They're coming. They're already showing up, but you got to be ready to reach out to them. We are the hands and feet of Jesus. And God is working in them and working through them all. So I sense we've been in this wake of blessing and, and, and songs that are being sung, books that are being written. Come on. Oh, man. Let's just break on one of our mighty women for, for just one moment, Sharon. She just released her book with her amazing husband by her side. Yeah, it takes two, doesn't it, Bob? It takes two. But man, that's just the beginning. There's gonna be so many more authors, so many more songwriters, so many more worship leaders. We just had a worship team go to the island. Isn't that right, Lewis? How was that? There's more coming out of this house. Somebody say, There's more. We just gotta stay in the wake. I see businesses. Oh, Jared. Hey, there's a Kingdom Builders internship starting this semester and somebody needs to get in on that. Businesses that are launching and are all in for the Lord that is sending. Remember when Jesus sent them out, again, they all came back to him. He sent them out and they came back. And the second point is this. See what you've been given. That's what Jesus said to them. See what you've been given. Stewardship, is it not? Finally, we must see what we've been given. You need to see your mission and personally know your master, Jesus. He's also your maker. Not just what he did for you, but what he has given you. The same God, again, that rose Jesus from the grave lives in you and lives in me. The same Holy Spirit that, 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 that distributes the gifts as needed and wants to move in you and through you as workers of the harvest lives in you and lives in me. Jesus said in John 16, verse 7, But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I'm going away. It's before he ascended to heaven. Oh man, that would have been a tough moment for his disciples, hey? We just figured out that you can like, what do you mean it's good that we go? I die, you raise me back to life. (laughs) I need money, you go fishing and you pull money out of a fish. (laughs) What do you mean it's good that you go? He says it's good because unless I go away, the advocate, which is the Holy Spirit, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. September. (laughs) I'm coining that phrase. I'm sure it's been done before because Solomon said there's nothing new under the sun. So, all the glory to God. A requirement for all recruits that sign up for the army is to be all in. Did you know that? All in. You know, even the U.S. slogan, I think, is still be all you can be. But we should be all we can be for the Lord. Who are we becoming? And again, we are a battleship. We are sending troops, troops, we are refueling fighters, and we are in the battle. And we will continue to fight from a place of victory. Why? Because we're all in. Would you just say with me? Say, I'm all, I'm all in. I'm all in. You know, when you're in your relationship, I'm all in. God, with you, I'm all in. With this church, I'm all in. I'm all in. Would you stand with me? Is this good to speak to you guys today? Okay. I'm always preaching at myself. You know that, right? Our takeaway is when we're all in, we have the authority to overcome all. When we're all in, we have the authority to overcome all. And before I I go into this next part in in your all-in relationship with Jesus, I want to give you guys some next steps. Now, I had sent it to the printer and may or may not be there, but that doesn't matter because there's cards literally right in front of you right now. But I'm going to tell you some next steps you can be all in on the toy run, September 9th, Fall Fest, October 29th. Actually, I wrote down these months: the Christmas shop. <laughs> That's coming up right away. Did you guys know last last year we helped out 240 kids got Christmas gifts, families got hampers. All in, but I don't want you to leave before signing up for one of these things. It would. What's what's the purpose of this if we don't have a next step and we don't get an opportunity to take the next step of being all in? I don't have the dates on here. Sorry, Ruth, Ruth and Naomi's. Come on, it's happening right away here. And the Joshua House was it September eighteenth? This Wednesday, James. Do you need more men? Yep. Yeah. Who will go? I'm just going to ask you right now. Jason, who else will go? Gary, come on. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Yes! Yes! all in there's something when when you know victory churches was birthed out of this they would have a gathering and come together and they wouldn't just tickle the ears Uh, dr george would get up there and preach and he'd say hey i need a church out here in penticton who will go and families literally would come forward and they're like here i am lord send me was the most educated wasn't the most qualified but it was the willing and that's who god has used and will continue to use who will go Hey, I need I need to call a few more hands on one more thing. Kids theater. Kids theater. We just gave you this, I just gave you the stats. This is why leaders and training is so important. Who would be willing to serve in family ministry just once a month? Put up your hand right now if you'd be willing to do that. Lewis, Larry, you see that? Lewis and Larry, you got the two Ls. That's all they get come on even Jason oh I meant the clap but Jason also put his hand up wow you guys I'm so proud of you man I'm so proud of you and then there and then there's connect groups there we're full tilt guys we're all in and again I I just want to squish this thing right now some some of you have been burnt out on other things and then we blame the church the church was never there to burn you out the church is the bride of Christ The scripture says those that refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Everyone who gives up house and home and family for my sake will receive a hundredfold. Is it worth it? A hundred times it's worth it. Don't ever let the enemy get in your head. Oh, I can't. I can't serve. I can't give him. Yes, you can. We don't serve the God of I can't. Well, let's help you find your fit. You're not doing it alone. Let's do it together. Lord Jesus, thank you for your words today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for life-breathing, convicting words, not condemning words. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Only you do the conviction. Lord, I speak against the spirit of condemnation now in Jesus' name. Anything, Lord, that was mistranslated today that was not of you, I bind that thing and cause it to drop dead in the name of Jesus. Thank you for warriors. Thank you for the committed. Thank you for the call. Thank you, everybody in this house. Thank you for the man that showed up today. Lord Jesus, thank you for showing up. And man, if, if you're here today and, and you haven't been all in and you're ready to be all in, it starts with your relationship with Jesus. be your comeback moment you know like you realize maybe you you signed like in the military at one time you were all in and then you drifted along the way and you feel like you're too old or you're too tired (laughs) got nothing left to give well thank the lord that in your weakness His strength is made perfect and he is more than enough maybe that all-in relationship starts right here right now and just coming back to him either way i'm gonna pray romans 10 verse 9 over you and paul said if we believe in our hearts confessing with our mouth Oh, the word of thy testimony. Come on. Confessing with with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believing that God the Father raised his son from the grave, you will be saved. So we're going to pray right now. Just do that. Would you just pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I'm all in. I'm ready to leave behind everything holding me back. And I choose now to follow you believe that you died for me and that you rose from the grave please forgive me for my sins I'm all in in Jesus name amen and right here in that moment eyes closed heads bowed you prayed that prayer whether it's first time or you're coming back to him this was your all in moment just give me a thumbs up this is my all in moment pastor awesome see Jesus. We're going to step into um, the next opportunity, which is baptism. We just talked about discipleship. And in Matthew, it says that we are to go into all the world making disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey His commands, and surely He's with us always. It's one of the first steps in our walk with God as disciples. So if you haven't yet been baptized, you'd like to be you get two strong men right now to lift the lid Boom, boom, look at the muscle And we fill this tank out of faith And obedience So if you'd like to step in with me this morning As we worship in the next part of the song Please feel free to do so And then uh, we'll have some fellowship time after Some more coffee, maybe even some cinnamon buns Who knows, eh? Bless you guys Let's worship now